I need new music. Discover new music now. JJO. Uh, from the Grammy winning hailstorm, the siren of the rock world, the lady with uh, probably the best pipes you've ever heard. Uh, anyone, anywhere, the one and only Lizzie Hale. Lizzie, how are you? I'm doing great. You're making me blush. <laughs> That's good. We're off to a good start then. We're off to a good start. <laughs> If I start making you turn green, then the interview has gone south and we need to change where we're going. It's it's a color-coded interview. (laughs) Brand new Hailstorm on the way on May 6th, Back from the Dead, right now in the current single, The Steeple. Very exciting news. Oh my gosh, it just feels so good to be releasing new music. And, and, uh, you know, like you say, in the immortal words of Tom Petty, the waiting is the hardest part. You know, we had this album wrapped before we went out on our first real big tour back uh, with Evanescence back in December. And we're like, oh man, now we got to wait. And it's, it's getting closer, you know, but we're really excited about it we're super stoked i think the title is uh, is interesting back from the dead because i you guys weren't dead you guys have been i think non-stop since you and rj i think came out of the womb so what why why the title back back from the dead um honestly we were writing a lot of this album in real time uh just during lockdown and everything going on and you know it had been the longest we've ever gone uh, this is also true for every other musician but uh, you know since we were 13 and 11, you know, the the longs we've ever gone without a show, um, longs we've ever gone without hanging out with each other. It was just, it just felt like, you know, we were kind of just at time just kind of stood still. So we kind of had to fight to get on the other side of that. So this, this album is, is obviously there's, it's just, it's full of debauchery. There is that survival idea because now that we're, you know, everything is getting back and rolling again and, and we're back doing shows, it really does feel like this return and almost like, all right, we made it through. We're here, you know, and, and everything just sounds better and feels better and the community is amazing. So um, just really wanted to kind of come out swinging and triumphant after everything we've all gone through the past couple of years. <laughs> let's talk, let's break down this album a little bit. Was there a different approach going into this one? I know you said, it, yeah, obviously we've all had that downtime uh, and, and some interviews I've done as of late, people almost kind of second guessing tracks, maybe reworking on things. How did this album finally come together? I know you said you kind of had it completed and now the waiting part there. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you know, there was no real way to do it in any normal way. Um, you know, we, uh, well, if I take it back to the beginning, there's, you know, a couple months BC before COVID, um, we had begun doing demos and, and all of that. And then, you know, as soon as, you know, more bad news, more bad news, lockdown happened. Uh, and, we kind of looked at a lot of those demos and said, ah, that it just seems a little like unimportant. So we ended up throwing like all of those early ideas away and then just really just kind of writing um, in real time, everything that you were feeling in the moment. But then it was kind of like a relay sport for us. Cause usually we'd all get together where everybody jams, everybody works out. And so it was almost like, you know, I was here, actually there's a small studio in this room that, that I'm sitting next to right now, but either in this room or in my basement, you know, making up demos. And then I would like, pass the baton to the guys and to, you know, my guitar player, then we'd see what the rhythm section thought. And so we were, you know, separate for a long period of time. As it so happened, um, I was recording all of my vocals, my keeper vocal takes on this, on this album, I was recording them to the demos. And then when we finally got in the studio, all the vocals were already done. So we just ended up building um, all of our guitar parts, everything around that track, which is different than the way we normally do it. Usually I'm the last person to get in the booth. You know, we, we build up the, everything else, the music, 
music and then I'm like, all right, Lizzie, go sing on it. And so it was kind of interesting doing it that way too. It just, everything was just a little miscombobulated. And then uh, when we finally got, all got into the studio together and just kind of like bubbled up and had it tight, we were quite irresponsible. We have like a full album's worth of uh, of B-sides where we just got together and jammed because we're like, guys, wait, it was like getting the band back together again. So there's all this excitement. And, uh, and yeah, we just recorded this album really with this unknown future, like, well, if we're never allowed to go out and tour again, what are we going to do on here? This is our only outlet. We had to write through it. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a barn burner of an album and, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm super proud of it. I think it's one of our most cohesive, but, uh, but also it definitely takes you on a little bit of an action movie ride. So I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's so it's like a swan song, even though you guys aren't done. Maybe could we look at it that way? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to yeah. go balls to the wall. Let them yep. let it land where it may. And then we'll be fine. We'll be exactly. Fine. Everything's on 11. <laughs> uh, you, you mentioned too, you know, whether you have the studio where you're at right now, or maybe in your basement, uh, do you write or think or play differently when you're in maybe uh, a different setting, maybe as opposed to, all right, we're in the studio. We got three weeks. Let's do this. Is it uh, a different mindset, a more relaxed, a more a deep or dark brooding? How, how does that work for you? It is for me anyway, personally. And there is some darkness to this album because of that. Um, it, it does. It gets a little darker because you're not necessarily putting anything on, you know, even subconsciously when people are around and there's no other opinions. So you kind of have to trust yourself, which is really hard to do actually, <laughs> but you can also go down any rabbit hole that you really want because it's, it's just up to you. So, um, silver linings, you know, with making that record, it did become a very personal record for me because of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the beautiful thing about that, and I always tell this to songwriters, we always have this discussion Whereas when you're writing from a selfish point of view and it's just you and, and, and you it in turn, after you record the, the songs and you put it out there, it becomes almost more universal by being more personal, by having that that core, because what you realize is that whatever you were going through, there are millions of other people that were going through the same thing. So it just becomes more anthemic. But yeah, it's definitely different because like when we're out on tour and if I'm in like the back of the tour bus or something with, with my guitar, it's different because people are coming in and out and there's a, you know, it's like, you don't have a whole lot of privacy. And so, yeah, when you're alone with your own head, it can, it can get a little strange. (laughs) I really, I I think that's such an interesting take. Uh, The way you put that is how your own thoughts and thinking maybe, Oh, no one else has to be feeling this, but then finding, wow, there's a lot of people that can relate to how I'm feeling. Oh, absolutely. You know what? It's so beautiful because when we were that song and on just on this last tour that we were at we did this um evening with run in the uk and there are kids with the lines from the songs tattooed on them like i have i've seen so many back in the dead tattoos and i'm like the album isn't even out yet <laughs> you know it's just it's amazing <laughs> so yeah it's we're, what a beautiful time to be in you know in rock music and in a rock band and being a rock fan it's just uh with the it's a it's a wonderful place to Madison be. Madison Solid Rock 941 JJO and JJO Discover New Music. Our guest today is Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm talking to us about the new release Back from the Dead out tomorrow. Do you maybe have a song on the album that really speaks to you or maybe is a favorite? Well, you know, honestly, there's a lot of favorites. There's some deeper ones. Uh, the last track on the album uh, has a little bit of a twist to it, and that's Raise Your Horns, and that one's a favorite of mine. That one, I nearly took the entirety of Lockdown to write that one. A really fun one is Strange Girl, 
And then I also, I like the second track right after Back from the Dead, Wicked Ways is going to surprise some people as well. So everybody was on 11, man. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm singing my head off. You know, everyone's playing the guitar like, like we've never played it before. You know, my guitar player, Joe, is just ripping. My little brother is crazy as ever, you know. So yeah, we're just, we're excited. It's, it's probably the most hailstorm that we can be at this point. <laughs> the most hailstormy-esque album of hailstorm that we will yes. ever get. <laughs> It's just a little. Well, it's a good one that everyone likes. That's why we're five albums deep at this point. You had uh, two producers. You had your main producer. Nick Resplinitz, yeah. So Nick R. and Scott Stevens, when you look at their uh, kind of background and, and, and their list of accomplishments, uh, accomplishments with the Foo Fighters, Allison Chains, uh, Shine Down in there with Scott, it, it, do you like kind of getting those outside viewpoints, people that have worked with bands of that caliber along with you, of course, does that help bring new stuff to the album and, and to what you guys write and bring to it as well? Oh, absolutely. And it's funny. It's the first time that we've ever had, uh, you know, a, a co-production situation. And I loved having both of those cooks in the kitchen, so to speak, because we knew that once something was like, was done and everyone was excited about it. When we were all collectively excited about something, we knew it was right. You know, we knew it's like, okay, this is something special. And man, it's, it was just, it's hilarious because everybody, what I love about Nick Raskolinitz, um, is that he makes every album so personal for him. And he's a fan of every band he works with. He will not work with you if he's not a fan of your band. If he, if he is not going to be front row center stage at your concert, he's not. Yeah, and so it was really neat to like, just have that and have somebody that's able to look at you from the outside. And this is, you know, why we still love working with producers and, and, and then with, you know, Scott, Scott's my brother from another mother and, um, he's so creative and, uh, and he's just as obsessed, um, <laughs> especially with, with vocals and stuff that I am. So we, we nerded out a lot and we just got everything right. So, uh, we got, every, you know, we didn't leave any stone unturned on this album. So yeah, super proud to work with both of them. I've never had a chance to ask you this question and all oh. the years I've, I've known you all the way back from Springfield, Missouri to back when we were young and, yes. uh, you know, not so worn out, at least me anyway, you still look great. <laughs> me on the, I've aged terribly. You got to tell me your skincare secret or whatever it is. Uh, vocals, you are on this level that I, I think uh, not just female uh, singers try to uh, try to attain or, or reach for, even male singers. Was there any male uh, singers that really put, I guess, their stamp on you and musically what you tried to do vocally? Oh, absolutely. Um, in fact, that was some of my earliest uh, just when I was discovering rock music, thanks to my dad, um, was a lot of his generation. So really for me, it was Ronnie James Dio. Mm. And then it was also Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, just the way that he growls. It's like I, I had spent, you know, from the time I was in middle school, been trying to figure out how they do what they do. Man, just, yeah, Ronnie, obviously, like the, the man was otherworldly mm. uh, with his vocals. But yes, and and there are so, so many times, and speaking of being in the studio so many times where there, I will have a, a Ronnie moment and the guys will pick up on it and the guys will be like, um, yeah, that's definitely taken from that. So I still wear my influences on my sleeve from time to time. <laughs> of, course, of course, you know, when you're having a Ronnie moment, I think most people would be okay with that if they're in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pull a little G Ronnie James Dio out of there, just a tad. Uh, I love it, and obviously, you know, you you've done so much for the uh, for the female rockers out there, and such that empowering figure, which I, I just have to commend you on that. You've you've been such a champion for the ladies out there, so 
I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's still to me, the way I've always looked at it is that, you know, you can absolutely love what I do and that's great. You can hate my guts. Don't like what I do. That's great too. It's, it's, it's really, I, I hold myself up to a, a high standard and, and there's a really the only person that's in my way is myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, I don't really pay any mind to any of that. I mean, it, and it's definitely nowhere near where it used to be. There's a, there's been a lot of change happening as far as, you know, just women being present in not, not only in, uh, you know, rock bands and musicians, but, you know, uh, tour managers, lighting directors, um, in, you know, every profession. Also the audiences, I always tell my, my, my male friends, if you want to meet a badass chick, come to one of our shows. There are so many just young, like beautiful and just black t-shirt wearing women that are coming to our shows. And it, you, and, and I swear to God, just like a few short years ago, it was like, 60 40 male female and now it's completely flipped they're everywhere so yeah this is where the ladies are at uh the the, the crazy crazy wenches um but uh but yeah and it's just it's so wonderful to be in a position um because i know the ones that that influenced me and that made the bridge to my dream just a little shorter it's so great to be on that other side right now and be able to look at some of these girls in the eye and be like hey i'm doing this so it's not impossible for you to do it. You can do whatever the hell you want. So it's it's um it's a beautiful place to be. <laughs> uh, again, May 6th, the album drops Woo! back from the dead. You can hear the steeple on JJO, whatever. We're going to play every, every single song is getting on air. That's what we're going to do, top to bottom. I appreciate that. I might yeah. hold you to that. <laughs> I will come down there and sit next to you, taking you hostage. I'll tell you, I've had worse things happen to me, Lizzie. I really have. I really <laughs> have. <so. laughs> That's awesome. It's a date. We love Madison. We, we love you guys so much thank you so much for being a part of our family for so many years and and not forgetting all about us even when the world goes upside down i i really appreciate it so again ladies and gentlemen may 6th market down back from the dead hitting the digital store whatever you got it go get it and uh you're gonna love it and we are super excited for new music from hailstorm in 2022 okay rapid fire with lizzie hale uh and there's no wrong answers no Uh-oh. wrong emotions. You just, whatever you want to go with, that's fine. All right. So okay. let's start off something easy. Double neck or single neck guitar? Oh, damn it. That's hard. Um, I'm going to go single neck because if I have back problems, it's because of my double neck. That's all <laughs> <laughs> that thing around. Uh, disco or techno? Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. You're going to hate me for this. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go disco. Sorry. Going disco. Uh, going disco. Bee Gees all the way. <laughs> chili dog or corn dog? Oh, chili dog. Chili dog? Uh, onions on that or no? Do you avoid the onions? No, I like onions. I'm weird. <laughs> there, you there you go. Not good for when you got to get those singing going. You got those That's onions. That's true. Groups. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather see Bigfoot or El Chupacabra? Oh, Oh man, I, I grew up with Harry and the Henderson, so I'm gonna go Bigfoot. Bigfoot. As long <laughs> as he's nice like the Bigfoot, you know, like Harry. <laughs> Would you rather uh take one punch from Mike Tyson or a hundred punches from the Where's the Beef Lady? <laughs> oh man, uh hundred punches from Where's the Beef Lady? Let's let's go for it. Yeah. Right. Like one, it's a story. You'll survive. And two, it's a story. It's a story. Yeah. And I'd probably be laughing too hard. (laughs) Where's the beef? Where's the beef? It just costs for a hundred punches. I love it. Uh, Thank you for humoring me. You are the best. And uh, that has been rapid fire with Lizzie Hale. And of course, once again, May 6th, 
Mark it down. Back from the dead, out from hailstorm. You guys are going to love it. And then I'm sure you guys will be all over on stages and in everyone's ears uh, for uh, many years to come. And more Grammys on the way, too, I'm sure. Let's mark it as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're very sweet. Yeah, you, you, we'll stick that out there in the universe. No, you're you're um, delightful as always. Thank you so much for having me. Discover new music now on the homepage of WJJO.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts.